Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. Continuing on. And uh, we're going to hear from Devontae Wyatt today. We're going to hear from Luke Musgrave today. And we're going to hear from uh, from Jordan Love uh, as well. And uh, welcome on. Welcome in for everybody on the network. And yes, for those that are wondering, we survived. No, uh, by the way, and I know Max had emailed me a little bit earlier. He said, uh, any ramifications from staying out in the heat yesterday? None. None. I, other than sweaty. <laughs> no, I I was fine. It was all good. We um, we hydrated, had a beverage or two in between, but for the most part, drank water, was good. Grilling out was good, had food, had fun. Um, it was hot. It was, you know, even, even, you know, like even in the shade was still hot. I mean, the temperature gauge behind the tiki bar was reading 99 by the end of the show. So it was, it was hot, but, you know. No big deal. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think there was they did break a record. Uh, we did break a record in Milwaukee yesterday. It was either 101 or 103. I can't remember what it was. But I remember when I was in my car. Because after the show ended, I got everything out of the sun. I got all the equipment inside and closed up the house again. And I had to go. I had to, you know, start doing some running around. And when I was in the car yesterday, my temperature, because at first you think, well, the car is sitting in the sun. Okay. So it's always going to be hot, right? But uh, even after driving around and I had sat, I had to do some stuff. I was doing some work while I was in the truck. I was in the shade in a parking lot. And even driving around, it was still at 101 yesterday. So my assumption is that that's about what it was. I don't know if it was much warmer than that. But I know uh, Kristen had sent me a note saying that the, the temperature gauge in their bank building downtown was reading 102. So... I, my assumption was they broke a record yesterday. My car said 103 in the Yount lot after the game, American Family after Field. After the game. Well, That's in the when sun, I got it, sure. Yeah, when I got into my car yesterday, it said 117. But I knew it was from sitting in the sun. So after I started driving around, sat in the shade for a bit, the whole thing... That's when you get a better gauge as to what the temperature actually is. And it kept saying 101, 102, you know, things like that. So um, it was hot. <laughs> you know, I don't think one or two degrees is going to make a hell of a lot of difference. But yeah, it was it was, yeah, it was, was pretty hot, no doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number you want to find us. You can also find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, which I highly encourage you to do so. You can hit me up there. You can hit us up via email uh, on the live stream. But we're going to start taking some fantasy football questions here in a little while with Paul Charchi in a little bit, uh, about an hour from now. So uh, start getting your fantasy football questions in. And we'll try to get to as many of them as we possibly can. But start hitting us up there. At Bill underscore Michaels over on Twitter. You can find Grant at Wisco Grant. Uh, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show is always a great way to watch it. Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Instagram the same. Uh, on YouTube, which yesterday... Uh, kudos to many of you. You wanted to see what the setup was <laughs> outside. A uh, lot of people on the live stream yesterday. I mean, a lot of people. I don't know how many people it was, but it was a, it was a bunch. And uh, go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. You can subscribe for free. Smash on that like button. We love it. Uh, hit us up on Twitch TV, on the Twitch app, on the Kick app. Email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And you can always listen to us after the fact. Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, all 
that kind of good stuff as well. So there you have it. Uh, in the meantime, Jordan Love yesterday. Now, Jordan Love, um, he, uh, he, you know, the, more of the discussion yesterday was more about the heat than anything. But uh, Jordan, La- uh, Jordan Love said, yep, long line yesterday for the cold tubs after practice. It's a long one. I mean, they had the cold tubs out there on the practice field. Um, there was a line for those ones out there, but it was a hot day today. So right now, when you're talking about practicing in this kind of heat, it's one thing. You know, Mike Holmgren always said, hey, look, uh, I don't want weather to become the issue via our practices. I want to be able to concentrate on our practice and not on just trying to either stay cool or stay hot. So what was the biggest challenge in the heat yesterday? Um, I, I think just staying mentally focused. Um, you know, everybody's going to be tired. Everybody's going to be drained. Um, and it's just trying to stay mentally focused when you get tired, when you get exhausted. Um, obviously, a little bit of a different day with the heat, but uh, yeah, just mental focus. Um, also, when um, the practice came to an end yesterday, one of the things, there was a realization for a lot of the players that this is it. This, this is kind of wrapping up our training camp. And also, in addition to that, uh, this is the last public one for the fans. So they talk about thanking the fans in the stands, not only for it, you know, kind of hanging with them and being supportive fans because the Packers fans are tremendous, but for being there yesterday in the heat, he talked about thanking the fans in the stands. Um, yeah, no, it was all good stuff. Just running through the fans, um, you know, telling them thank you for coming out and supporting us in practice. And um, it was all, all good positive messages over there. Uh, and then... When you talk about positive messages, uh, you know, he chose to ride a bike to practice this summer. Uh, even as a starter, he chose to ride a back bike to practice this summer. I think nothing was different from other years. It's always a good time going out there. You know, the kids are excited to, you know, see us, have us ride their bikes. Um, and it's a special tradition. Um, so, yeah, I was able to do that a couple of times. And um, it's always fun just being out there, being able to talk to the kids. Um, and obviously the fans being out there on the side just um, cheering us on. Um, playing against Seattle now, we know that, you know, he's going to. Uh, and the decision was made last week that, that a lot of these guys with reps, they, you know, younger guys specifically need as many reps as they can get. Uh, but he said, look, if I didn't play against Seattle, it, you know, which means it's a whole week of practice and not playing. It's a whole other week of being off and not playing, which means you basically almost have three weeks before you play a game again against Chicago. And he talked about that. No, I don't think so. I don't think that will play in effect. So there you go. There you go. Uh, also, on the body of work so far uh, for the offense and installing the playbook and, and, you know, doing everything they need to do to get ready for the regular season, he talked about it all through camp. It's good. I think throughout every day we're just continuing to stack, build as offense, um, build that chemistry. Um, you know, we have our whole playbook in now, and it's, it's good to just be able to see guys. You know, we're doing a lot more move-the-ball periods where um, things aren't really scripted. Um, we're kind of just playing off um, mass calls, which is more game-like. And just to be able to see guys, you know, be able to lock in on these plays um, and just hone in on those and execute them at a high level, it's good. So I think we, we've definitely stacked a lot of good days. And the benefit of playing this Saturday against Seattle is? Um, I think just continue keep building what we're doing out there um, and get some more game reps. He's got uh, the exchange with Josh Myers, and that has been something that, you know, we've made a note of. Not only some of the exchanges have been 
fumbled away, but also Josh Myers. There's been a couple of times this camp where you've had guys in motion where the ball has been snapped and it hit them. It hit. It was just the other day that it hit Christian Watson, uh, as a matter of fact, and that was noted. Um, but he talked about you know working on fixing the problems and the fumbled exchanges and such with Josh Myers. Yeah, it's just something that we got to continue to work on. Um, you know, those aren't all on Josh at all. It's just it's a mixture of cadence, um, you know, timing up some of the motions we have coming along. Um, so it's, it's just both of us just being on the same page. And I'm glad it's happening now, um, getting, it, getting it out of the way, things we can learn from. Um, but, yeah, it's something that, you know, obviously we just need to keep cleaning up, keep working on. Um, but it's on both of us. You know, we just got to be locked in on every play, whether it's motions, uh, snap count, if the defense jumps off size, things like that, where we're both got to be on the same page. So when you get to the regular season, uh, that's where, you know, obviously defenses are scheming for you and, and yada, yada. But you've got young wide receivers. You've got young tight ends, young weapons, second-year guys. I mean, some of your oldest guys are that are going to be starters – it's only their second year in the NFL, and Christian Watson missed a nice portion of time last year because of the hamstring issue and missed camp. And, you know, each guy ended up getting nicked up and missing some time, so you don't have a lot of veteran stuff there. So the young wide receivers, uh, he was asked specifically, look, you've been in the system for three, four years, but the young wide receivers have not. Do they have a really good grasp of this playbook yet? Yeah, no, I think everybody's just executing right now. Obviously, we have some plays where, um, you know, it's a new play. We kind of just put it in today, talk about it, and, uh, you know, guys might have a mental error out there on the field, um, which is understandable, but obviously something we just want to clean up. But I think just getting those reps, continuing to build it, um, and just get comfortable running these plays over and over again and just going and executing it, you know, finding completion every time. Um, but, you know, I think... That's the challenge for us is when we have these days like this where we're putting in new plays, which is kind of like how it is during the season, um, just being able to execute those when we go out to practice that day. Now, here's a thought real quick. Um, remember when Matt LaFleur had uh, talked about, you know, um, in that article going back to uh, the Philadelphia game where there are plays that the quarterbacks do like, don't like, don't run plays, so to speak, but yet Matt LaFleur they knew there was a situation in which there could be success. And um, Jordan Love said, oh, let's just do it. Let's just run it. And he, he executed it to perfection. So now the question then becomes, you know, the working relationship between he and Matt LaFleur. Does Matt LaFleur know what Jordan Love does and does not like? And he also talks about that portion of the, the give and take between the head coach, the play caller, and the quarterback still a work in progress. I think it's a good feel for it. Um, it's something that we talk about at meetings, you know, before we go out to practice, talk about plays we like for the day, what I like, what he likes. Um, so he kind of has, you know, a list of plays I like for the day so he can call it. Um, but I think he has a really good feel of it. Just calling, going through a game. Um, you know, he's called plays for me quite a bit. So um, I think we have a good connection. So the uh, first training camp is a starter. No cloud, no specter of Aaron Rodgers in the area. So what is the most memorable thing coming out of this camp that he's going to take with him? Yeah, no, I mean, it's awesome. You know, guys coming in like Peyton Manning, it's awesome to just be able to hear from him, whatever he has to say, and uh, get him around the team. But, I mean, there's been a lot of great moments throughout camp. I think just the biggest thing is the team coming together uh, and bonding through it all and becoming a, a closer, you know, unit uh, is the biggest thing. I think that's something we've accomplished. But... You know, there's been a lot of great messages from everybody, and I think, you know, each player just has to kind of take take what they hear and uh, put it in their own game. The um, the leadership, uh, when you talk about 
the wide receiver position. Uh, I still go back years and years when a lot of the young guys would come in and they'd look at veterans and say, that's the guy that taught me, taught me how to film study. Um, you know, when the young guys would come in, it would be either Greg Jennings or James Jones or Jordy Nelson, you know, Randall Cobb. And you don't have that. So, you know, when it comes to the wide receivers, have Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, have they really kind of, I mean, have, have they wrapped their arms around this leadership role? I think they've done a great job. Obviously, just going for year two for them, they've taken a huge step um, since last training camp. And you can see it on the field, the, the way they're executing plays and, and, and running routes and catching the ball at a high level um, is awesome. Um, but like you said, for the young receivers, it's an awesome uh, two guys to be able to learn from. I mean, they're doing it at a high level. Like I said, off the field, too, they're doing things really well. They're both really smart players. Um, you know, those are guys that don't make a lot of mental errors. Um, so it's, it's good for the young receiver to be able to see that um, and, and obviously go out there and compete in their own way um, in the receiver room. The, um, the young guys, Jaden Reed, the tight end, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Kraft, those are guys that you're going to rely upon. It can't just be Romeo Dobbs, and it can't be Samari Torrey, and it can't be just Christian Watson. You, you've got to rely on everybody if this offense is going to go. So how is, where is, I guess might be a better question, where is the trust level with some of the new guys on this roster? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is just being in the right place at the right time. It just comes down to learning the playbook and having a great feel for it. And some that obviously is a, a work in progress, And it, but I think they've been doing a great job. Um, you know, Jay Reed's been making a lot of plays out there, and he's, he's been picking up the offense fast just in that slot uh, position, and he's making a lot of plays out there, a lot of great catches. Um, and same with Luke. Um, obviously, there's a, there's a lot on his plate at the tight end position. Um, you know, he's, he's doing a great job, though. He's continuing to work through it and get better every day. Um, and he, he's also catching the ball, you know, better and better each day. The biggest thing is just getting those guys on the same page, and that's, that's something we just got to keep working out. So when you, you know, look at this, you know, training camp, you go, okay, we're going through training camp and such, and you're trying to get on the same page with your guys. You know you're the starter, but... Has it really sunk in, or is it going to be, you know, when you're running out of the tunnel uh, with the Packers down in Chicago? At what point, if it hasn't already, will it sink in that Jordan loves, man, he's 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 the guy with the keys to the car? I mean, I think all training camp, I've, it's kind of been my mentality just soaking in, um, enjoying this opportunity. Um, you know, you never know how long it's going to be, how long it's going to last. Um, so just come in here and enjoy every day, uh, you know, being a starting quarterback. The... Um, <laughs> The fans, I think for the most part, are either excited in an anticipatory factor or they are accepting because they were just tired of what was going on before. But it's it's a whole new change. It's, it's really weird because when, when Favre was pushed aside, there was the anxiety of, no, Favre's still the guy. He should be our quarterback. And then others would say, well, well, we'll see what Rodgers has to offer. In this particular case, it feels like the fans are like, oh, no, Jordan loves our guy. Now, they may want to say, we'll wait and see what he actually brings to the table. But for the most part, it seems like the fan base has wrapped their arms around Jordan Love. And, and so does he feel like the fans are behind him? Yeah, no, I think everybody I've ran into, um, like I said, at practice, riding bikes around town, it's all positive stuff. People are all excited. Um, excited for me, and they're just pretty much telling me they're rooting for me. They're behind me. They got my back. But it's just it's all positive stuff. You know, it's it's good to hear. It's it's awesome to hear from people outside the city. The other guy, Jaden Reed, we talked about him coming in, uh, and he's been so good in camp, and he's drawn rave reviews. So what's made it 
so different uh, for Jaden Reed coming in as a rookie as opposed to other rookies? I mean, I think the way he carries himself is awesome. I think he's confident, and he, he comes in here and wants to get better every day, um, which is a great attribute to have. And then on the field, I mean, he's a, he's a really twitchy player. Um, he finds ways to get open off the line, beat, you know, kind of that press, and just hard for DBs to stick with him. And he's got a lot of speed. Um, and he's playing at a, he's just playing fast right now. He's, he's knowing where he needs to be with the ball, um, I mean, with his routes, and he's just he's playing fast. But he's a smart player. And uh, before uh, he got out of there, the question about Sean Clifford, backup quarterback for the Packers. So what what does it because these guys all work together in a quarterback room? What what does he want from Sean Clifford? I mean, as far as the experience goes, Aaron Rodgers wanted not only to teach, but also wanted to learn. So what does Sean Clifford bring to the table that will help Jordan Love? I mean, I think once we get in the season, it's all about communication. Just, I mean, once you get in the game, my, my job when I was a backup was just have be the eyes for Aaron off the on the sideline. You know, obviously he he sees a lot and he knows what's going on most of the time in the game. But just be those eyes when he comes back to sideline, be able to communicate what happened. Um, if he might have missed a look, maybe tell him what if a guy was open or whatnot, or just things I see on the sideline. And I think that's the same thing uh, me and Sean will talk about that. I'll ask from him is just communication during games um, and just help prepare me for going into the week. But also, I mean, his job is to prepare himself as well um, and get ready. You know, God forbid what, what might happen, but you know, he's got to get himself ready as well. So there you have it. Good stuff. And uh, Jordan Love talking to the media after practice yesterday. Let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. Bill Michael's show continues with more coming up, and it's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show right here on this warm thursday that's okay we're good we're good hey uh i got a, a bunch of them already but if you uh, are thinking about your fantasy football questions so uh, we are about uh, 35 minutes away from paul charchi and joining us so if you want to get your question into the charge from the guillotine leagues uh, and i'm sure he's going to talk to me about the guillotine leagues because uh, i was out at, i did not do a ton on it last year i think i made it through the first six or eight games or something like that so i was like happy to get through the first portion of the season um, and my via my fantasy football team. I think I lasted maybe even a little bit longer than that, but then I was then I was out. Then I got uh, then I got and then I got cut. But uh, but it was it was it was good. It was fun. So uh, we're going to get back into the guillotine leagues again this year and I know the fantasy draft is going to get uh, on the board uh, coming up here next week. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh 877-867-1670 877-867 1670 if you want to uh want to call us uh, go ahead and do so otherwise you can just hit ba- uh, hit base with us uh as uh, mel says touching base uh via email thebillmichaels at gmail.com you can find us on twitter as well uh mel says uh if jordan love does not work out would they pull the plug on him and go to sean clifford sean clifford does look rather good this camp no i mean unless it just goes terribly wrong you know, and it depends on what your word of if it goes bad or he doesn't work out. Uh, I don't know if you're wanting Sean Clifford, if if that's your hope. 
or if you're looking, I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine things going so bad that they say, you know what, this is a, an experiment gone wrong. Sean Clifford's a guy. I couldn't imagine that happening. It would just have to be extraordinarily ugly. And to be honest with you, I really don't want to think about that. <laughs> because I think if uh, you start buying into the media and buying into the hype, there's a lot of there's a lot of anticipation for Jordan Love and and uh, you know at least nationally speaking, looking in that many people seem to think that Jordan Love is going to be better than maybe what's expected. So I don't want to really want to. The only way Sean Clifford sees a lot of playing time is if the Brewers or the Brewers, the Packers are getting blown out, or they're blowing somebody out, or Jordan Love gets hurt. That's it. David says, uh, is Sean Clifford capable of taking over if there's an injury to Jordan Love? Sure. Sure. Uh, you know, I mean, at that point, you're just, you know, you're, I don't want to say the whole season's gone, but it, it depends on is, is he going down for a game, for a half, for two, three games because of, say, something like concussion, or... Is it something else? You know, I, I think we're dealing with a lot of negative hypothesis here and what-ifs. And I, it's, don't get me wrong. It's something that if you're the coaching staff, you have to do it because you have to look at certain things that will and will not work. And you have to understand that if, if he goes down for a game or two or five, you know, there's got to be adaptation. We all know that. But I'm not – that's – that, you know – that's not something – we only look at things in terms of depth when it comes to, say, the lines and other positions. You know, you figure you've got five, six receivers. Okay, one goes down, you're not, you're not you know, crushed. Two or three go down, or, you know, Christian Watson and Dobbs go down. Okay, you're left with very limited experience. You know, we understand all of that. Um, you know, you lose a couple of guys, say, at the safety position. Suddenly you're really thin in the safety area. We understand that. But for the most part, I'm. You don't. You know, there's injuries. You don't plan on injuries. I don't think you can coach to play for injuries. I think you just coach everybody up, and you. The old adage is, you could be a starter at any point in time. You know, it's it's the proverbial next man up mentality. I'm. You know. I'm. I, uh, <laughs> uh, Andrew says, is it too soon to panic on a kicker? Panic, yes. Start considering other options, no. And, and again, once cutdown day happens, if Carlson is not consistent, I can almost guarantee you there's going to be another kicker in camp. You know, there's going to be somebody that they'll pick up and maybe put them on the practice squad and somebody that's going to be there that, that can continually work out that they can look at just in case. You you, you would have to figure that, right? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Because uh, Andrew says he's going to cost the Packers a game. Well, that's what Brian Gutekinds had talked about, that right now you don't panic. 
you know, you stay the course, and they, he's got a big leg, and you can't teach big legs. So you you have that. Um, and you saw that 52-yarder he kicked the, uh, against the Patriots, you know. And that made it that made it with room to spare. I mean, that could have been good from 65, you know. That could have been good from 65. So you can't teach a big leg, but you need to work on that accuracy in the process. And, and to me, I'm more concerned about the the swirling winds, fall and, and winter temperatures with the winds at Lambeau Field whipping around. And it's it's it takes a while. I mean, Mason Crosby and I have had conversations going back years where if you get a, a you know a breeze from the south, that means the wind in Lambeau Field is coming from the north because it hits that big facade and bounces back. You you gotta you gotta learn the nuances of the stadium, and it takes a little while. So you 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 know like Brian Gudikin said, it's one thing you learn it and you keep working on it in camp and in practice and such, but you you start losing games and you're gonna be out of a job. You know, um, Jason says uh, one of the uh, reporters mentioned how the wind howls on the practice field as opposed to Lambeau Field. Any truth to this? Well, the practice field is open where Lambeau Field has, you know, the, the stadium above it. But the, I don't think there is. How do I put this? The practice field does not mimic Lambeau Field. You 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 can't replicate that. But you have to learn how to navigate the wind. And I, look, I, if if Carlson's not making kicks in practice, and they say, "Hey, go over to," I mean, let's be honest. So the first two games you open up on the road, one's in a dome in a perfect condition, and the other one's down at a very windy and breezy and goofy uh, field at Soldier Field. So you're not even going to get your home field advantage until week three anyway. You know? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So even if, let's just say he goes into Lambeau Field for the next two straight weeks and he nails every kick, it doesn't matter because he the first two weeks are on the road in completely different circumstances. You know? Andrew says the Vikings gave up too soon on his brother, and he's one of the best now. Zimmer blew him out like right now. And that's part of the reason Zimmer's not here anymore. Zimmer had a, he was old school, short fuse. They didn't like playing for him at the end. He just, he was kind of a grumpy McGrumpster. <laughs> so they didn't like it. That was one of the reasons they blew him out. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show on his Thursday. Cranking through. If uh, you're going to be back out and about uh, because uh, in, if you didn't burst into flames yesterday, then I'm sure you're back out and about today. And if you're going to do so, maybe you are going to head out to the lakes uh, and go enjoy yourself. Sunset Grill on Prospect Avenue out in Pewaukee. A uh, good place to go. You can sit inside. They have AC. You can sit out on the deck if you're somebody like yours truly. Watch the sun go down. Maybe uh, Brewers are off today, but maybe you catch a game over the weekend. Temperatures are going to break a little bit. Nice place to go. Have a cocktail. Have some dinner. Good stuff. That's our friends at the Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. So uh, tell them we said hi because it's a great place. And, by the way, I know that uh, my buddy Rick uh, said that they're going to go over to the Sunset Grill for their fantasy draft. They're going to have their uh, football fantasy draft next week. So he said uh, we're going to use one of the sponsors. Going to head to the Sunset Grill. Good stuff. They do have uh, big, you know, groupings of tables over there too so if you're going to do something like that with a fantasy draft you're looking for a place to go that's a good place to go if you're out in the lake country area good stuff uh i got an email here and uh, this one is from uh, our buddy um mike up in chippewa falls he said hey bill i think i screwed up the, the last email your you inspired me to leave the live stream yesterday he put on the headphones went outside and grilled up some steaks on the new traeger flat rock flat top grill uh, 900 bucks and worth every penny. Thanks for the inspiration. That was from Mike. I wonder how many people we did inspire to go out and actually suck it up and do something in the uh, in the heat yesterday. Bill, if we only inspired one person, then I think it was a job well done. If we could just we get one person something. to go tackle it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I could see that. One person. That's all we needed. Just one person. And we we accomplished that. So uh, th- thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Um, I did have quite a few people that that reached out yesterday that said, hell yeah. You know, I had a, a guy named Mike who uh, reached out. He uh, works on a road crew, and they were listening yesterday. He said that we were laying hot asphalt, and I, I, which I can't even imagine doing. And they, they were listening to the program. Uh, there was a couple others. Uh, I had a couple people that uh, got a hold of me, uh, even off the board of the Fisher House, as they are getting ready at Geneva National for the golf outing coming up on Monday. Same thing. They said, you know, hey, everybody's got to work in it. You got to go out in it. You got to do something in it. So embrace it, you know, rather than run away from it. Now, again, it wasn't done to say we need to get out in it, but it was more done yesterday in spite of some of the news broadcasters that were telling people to stay home and don't go out if you don't have to. Don't go to work. Like we, we're having enough trouble in this country trying to find people to go to work. God knows the service industry is suffering. But, um, and, and I don't know, we, tell me something. Where did, if you knew people that worked in the service industry, restaurants, bars, things like that, and now, because I know I have friends that own other types of businesses, and they close on Mondays and Tuesdays because they can't find people to work. Where did everybody go? We still have the same amount of people in this country, if not more. But we're, we, if you know somebody that used to be a bartender, a server, whatever, in some type of customer-oriented business, and they did not go back to work, what are they doing? Do you have, do you have anybody that you know like that, Grant? Well, my sister works as a server, bartender. 
uh, and she works she works like five or six days a week. Bill, between right. you and me, she might work more than I do. Like I'm back here working hard. I'm I'm grinding. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but she she works all the time because you can make so much money as a server if you just eat up hours and and you're good at right. your job and it's cash. Yeah, she um, kudos to her. Um, I I actually uh, my buddy Gino, uh, I called her on club. His restaurant's successful. They're busy all the time. And he cannot find people. He had to close for lunch. He used to do lunches. He doesn't do lunch anymore. He can't find people to cover. Can't do it enough. And some of his servers were making upwards of cash, you know, on a on a slow night, two, three hundred bucks. On a busy night, six, seven hundred bucks. And he actually had people that didn't want to work. They said, no, it's just, I, I don't want to do this. So he's got one girl that went to bartending. She's making like 60 bucks a night. And she said she's got a great, uh, happy life now because she doesn't work as many hours. I'm like, who, who does not want to make money? What the hell happened to people? I, and I, I just, and I'm not sitting here complaining because I'm not, you know, being the get off my lawn guy, but I'm like, where did everybody go? You know? Um... Jason says, yeah, grocery shoppery, shopping, delivery, online shopping, delivery. Um, more and more people have moved back home. They're living with their parents. Um, you know, they went to California to rob Walgreens stores. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's uh, uh, Jason says, uh, or not Jason, I already read that. Uh, Mark says, uh, my friend who used to be a bartender is now an Uber driver. Okay. It just are you making as much money being an Uber driver as you would on a good Friday Saturday night behind the bar? I guess I, I don't know. It, it's you know it's I, I I don't know I don't know where everybody went. Everybody asks the same question, and the funny thing was, for a while, um, it started to come back. All my friends who own the restaurants and the bars, the sponsors and such, they said, yeah, you know, we're pretty good. We're pretty well staffed. And now all of a sudden, even though some people are going back to college, you understand that. But it's the people, it's the middle-aged people that had like the second job or were trying to do things to make ends meet. Even in a recession, people are like, I, I don't want to work. I don't want to do it. You know? Really weird how it just, uh, like a whole, a whole group of people are just gone. They just gone. I have a feeling that in about five to seven years, there's going to be a whole group of people that are really hurting for money, and they're not going to have the the social skills or the ability to go out and make money, and there's going to be this this massive gap, and then there's going to be a whole lot of people looking for handouts, and at that point in time, <laughs> the middle finger goes up, you know? Uh, 877-867-1670. I'm sorry I got off on that tangent. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get back into it. Our friends at the Water Doctors, God love John Atley and the gang at the Water Doctors, h2theletterodoctor.com, h2theletterodoctor.com. And they are huge when it comes to the motorcycle ride. They are our, uh, one of our stage co-sponsors, and they put their money where their mouth is when it comes to being a sponsor. And if you are looking not only for a company that wants to work with us, work with veterans, and help veterans' causes, but also the best pro quality product. That's the Kinetico uh, water softening system. It's the best thing out there. I've had other ones. I know what I'm talking about as a homeowner. 
and the kinetic system, there, there isn't anything better. The reverse osmosis uh, on this thing is fantastic. It's better than the bottled water that we were buying. So call John, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733, and tell him we sent you because uh, the Water Doctors, great company, great people, uh, big-time supporter of the community and community events like ours. We certainly appreciate them, but not to mention the best water softening system, the best product out there. And if you're not in their area, that's fine. They can put you in touch with the people who who can help you. Uh, but they're great people. H2Odoctors.com, H2Odoctors.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Top of the hour, our buddy Paul Charchian. The Charch is back. Looking forward to this. Going to find out where he's been because he's been on mountaintops and all that kind of stuff. I don't know where he was in NRV, but he was uh, he was way up somewhere. And it looked like a mountain man. So we'll talk to Paul coming up here shortly. Hey, uh, our good friend Scott Ellis and Team Ellis, uh, they got you back when it comes to rising interest rates for mortgages. Uh, call them 414-791-7771. 414-791-7771. And ask them about the 2-1 buy-down, where they can get you a lower interest rate, much lower than prime right now. So uh, touch base with them, and uh, they can get you pre-qualified. They can, uh, they can, uh, you know, also get you qualified for a first-time buyer as well. He can help you out or refinancing your house and do that as well if you want to get some equity out of it, especially during these times. Again, go to Team Ellis and Homeside Financial, 414-791-7771, 414-791-7771. That's Scott Ellis and the gang over there at Homeside Financial. Um, well, like I said, coming up here in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to our buddy Paul Charchian. Uh, this is from Anthony who said, uh, at what point unit did you shower after yesterday's show? Please tell me you did not drive around all day with swamp ass. Uh, first of all, I didn't get the technical of swamp ass. It wasn't like I was reeking or anything, but no, I didn't shower until I got home last night. I had work to do and it wasn't like I was going to any place impressive. I wasn't heading out to a fine dining dinner. I went to a, uh, a motorcycle shop. And from there, I dropped off some stuff at a warehouse. And then I sat in the car and I drove around for about two and a half, three hours. That was it. Beyond that, uh, no. I got home. I, uh, I, I did sit down last night. had a couple of beverages. I had a little bit of the uh, leftover pizza. And I worked. I worked last night. I worked last night. Uh, yeah, and again, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the oh, oh woe is me because uh, here, here, you know, this is what we do. But when you show up for like the motorcycle ride or the golf outing, for that matter, uh, and I don't work as much on the golf outing. I do, but I don't do as much. But with the motorcycle ride, that's my baby. Okay, it has been. So, Kristen, when people always ask, well, who's your committee? You're looking at them. Kristen and I do the work for the most part. And it's all the detail stuff. It, as I always said, it's kind of like herding cats, you know, because you have uh, – we had two people that stepped up this year, Jesse and, and Tim Duffy, 
both have said they're going to be there, so you have to coordinate you know, travel with them. You have a bugler. You have a color guard. You have the national anthem. You have a flyover. You have volunteers for the before, uh, for registration, pre-registration, uh, staging bikes. You have the Milwaukee Fire Department, the uh, Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department, the Milwaukee Police Department, the Wisconsin State Patrol, uh, Greendale Police, and Franklin Police. You all you have to coordinate with everybody. Then you have music. You have all the technical stuff, the announcements, the you know the 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 some of the surprises we have um, coming this year. You have to coordinate all of that, and then afterwards you have the you know people that are going to be directing traffic. You have the volunteers, the people from Potawatomi, the dealers, the tents, the tables, the chairs, the staging, the band, all of those details. Everything has to come together. So you got to go through your checklist, and it doesn't start like now. It starts in October when we start putting the next year next year's ride together. And, but now is when you're trying to kind of solidify everything. You're like, okay, you're sure you're good for this. You understand this? Yes. You've got the parking pass for this? Yes. you got the VIP parking in the back? Yes. You have this going on? Yes. You have the food truck? Yes. I mean, there's a lot of details. That, so I just sit around, and that's what I did. I, I worked last night till I don't know, about 1130, something like that, and crashed, went to bed. Oh, so, and I meant to tell this story early. So, have you ever had, like, something that startled you and woke you up in the middle of the night, Grant? Oh, yeah. Like, every night. Okay. Yes. Really? Okay. Well, there you have it. Um, so, last night, and I was, I was tired last night. And this is real quick because I know we only have a minute. But I, I was dreaming that somebody broke into the house. And I heard this crash. And it woke me up. And, I mean, I got out of bed. I thought it was real. So, I was, like, looking around the house, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm, am I going to have to pop a cap in somebody's ass? I'm like, okay, I went back to bed. I got Now, this is twice within a week. I got up this morning, and I'm on the phone. I'm talking to Kristen, and I walked into my office. The top shelf behind my desk, which has all my bobbleheads and everything, fell last night in the middle of the night. It, it just it came crashing down for whatever reason. And it's been there for years. And all of a sudden last night, it, it chose last night to crash. Uh, last week, in the middle of the night, I thought somebody broke into the garage. And I ran downstairs. I opened up the door. I'm looking around. There's nothing. And I found out that this box that had been on a shelf down there fell off the shelf onto my bike. Not onto my motorcycle, but my pedal bike. And it fell against my, my car. And I, that's what I heard. It's like stuff's flying off the shelves in my house all of a sudden. And I'm thinking, we're getting like mini earthquakes or something? But that's twice now. Within two weeks that something came crashing down in the middle of the night. I don't know what the hell it was, but the bolts are just giving way. You were ready to go in both instances, though. You were ready. Oh, I was ready to whoop ass, man. I was, I, it's, I, oh, yeah, I was ready to go. Paul Charchin, get your fantasy football questions in right now. Hit me up at Bill underscore Michaels over on Twitter. Email me right now, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, or hit him up in the live stream. Charge next.